What is going on, my real estate investing friends? I wanted to jump in here and tell you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I seriously hope that it brings you an insane amount of value in order for you to be able to crush it in your marketing for your active real estate investing business. This show is specifically here to educate real estate investors on amping up their marketing. So more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you are either already an active investor or you're wanting to jump in, you're doing a little bit of educating for yourself. Uh, so if you're either of those and you enjoy this show, you're gonna wanna subscribe to the REI Marketing weekly email newsletter. Yes, I know that's a mouthful, but it is totally worth it because that's where this show kind of derived from. And in that newsletter, it's 100% value content and it's got four segments in each newsletter that goes out every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time about crushing it in your real estate investing business marketing. Uh, we have segments where I myself give a marketing tip. We have a segment for a marketing update or a how-to. So if there's something that's new on like Facebook or a new algorithm, them for Google or something like that. We talk about that or there's a new platform that comes out. We also do a lot of how to's and then we have a segment specifically for somebody that is in an active real estate investing business crushing it in some form of their marketing efforts and that's where this show comes in. So we're literally stripping the audio from that interview and putting it into this show. So there's that segment on the email newsletter and then there's a segment specifically for a tool or a resource that you're able to use in your marketing. So in order to get to this, go to colormedia.com slash subscribe, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. So colormedia.com slash subscribe. Make sure that you do that. Do not miss out on it because it's a great newsletter, 100% value. There's no selling in there. And you guys are gonna learn so much from that. It's just an extension of this podcast and for you guys to be able to go deeper into your marketing and get all these little tips here and there that are gonna help you stand out in your market. So again, thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure that you share it around with your friends. I seriously appreciate it if you do. Leave a review if you're able to, and then I hope you enjoy. Let's get started with today's Who's Crushing It segment. Let's go. Welcome back to the REI Marketing Weekly. It's your host, Josh Keller with Color Media and REI.video. And today I've got a special guest on the show coming from sunny California down in San Diego, um, or as one of my favorite characters likes to say, San Diego, um, <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with Anchorman, but that's a little bit of a joke. So I got Tony Javier on the line today. Tony, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you, sir? I'm doing good over here in sunny Northwest Indiana. So <laughs> a little bit of a different world, but um, it's, it's okay. Uh, so Tony is um, a friend of mine who we've actually had conversations back and forth about getting his um, influencer kind of marketing up and going. Now he's going to be starting a podcast here very soon. Um, and I'm going to allow him to talk about that kind of stuff and other things that he's got going on. Um, but I'm excited to have Tony on the show today. We're going to be talking about a little bit of automation and how to get that going with your marketing, but also building a team around that automation and how to form that. And we might dip into another conversation um, later on. If not, we'll have him back on another show to talk about uh, TV ads and why he's doing that, which is an interesting topic to talk about. Um, but before we get into it, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you have subscribed to the REI Marketing Weekly. Go check out the newsletter. If you haven't already, just go over to reimarketingweekly.com. Got a weekly newsletter letter that goes out every single Saturday morning. And basically what you're getting in that is obviously this interview, but there's a lot more of other information. I've got resources, um, updates, and brand new things that have come in the works with whether it's social media or marketing in general. 
and then also my tip of the week. So make sure you go subscribe to that newsletter, reimarketingweekly.com. Make sure you are checking out rei.video, a platform where you can film your own video content, whether that's with your cell phone, your camera, Zoom, whatever, it doesn't matter. However you can film your own videos, whether it's testimonials, property walkthroughs, videos for your website, anything at all. Send it over to rei.video. Make sure you're using coupon code FIRSTVID at checkout for 50% off your first order. And it's a 48 hour turnaround time with unlimited revisions. So you get exactly what you're looking for. Uh, so one more time, rei.video. Make sure you're checking that out. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and jump into the show for today. Um, Tony, excited to have you on, man. Uh, do me a favor for the people that don't know who you are. Introduce yourself. So a little bit of the origin story of Tony Avier and then what you got going on right now that you can push people to in order to uh, allow them to connect with you a little bit more. Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited. So um, so I've been in the real estate business for 20 years now. Um, started in 2001, I guess 19 years technically. Uh, bought an info product on TV called No Down Payment by Carlton Sheets. You might be a little too young to know about that, Josh. but <laughs> Just um, a little bit, maybe. Yeah, so he was back old school in the 70s all the way to the early 2000s. Actually just passed away, I think, a year or two, about a year ago. But he got a lot of people into real estate, uh, especially when real estate wasn't as sexy. Um, so I just learned how to buy properties with no money down. 2001 out of uh, actually in college. And uh, so I built up a rental portfolio. Um, I buy and flip houses. That's my main, uh, main uh, I guess, uh, uh, business is flipping houses. I actually just started a co-working space, um, 17,000 square foot co-working space in Wichita, Kansas, looking at expanding that business. Um, I'm, I run mastermind events and all that kind of thing. So that's, that's kind of the overview of what I've got going on right now. But, um, you know, real estate investing is what got me to where I am. Um, it's provided a very good living for me. And uh, I've got a great team in Wichita, Kansas that runs the operation for me. So uh, about, uh, I was telling you the story just a little bit ago, about 10 years ago, I was working 80 hours a week in my real estate investing business and just realized I had to make a change. So um, I went on this journey to figure out how to build a team, systemize my business, uh, systemize the marketing, systemize the, the flipping. And I, you know, now I don't look at houses. I don't meet with buyers, don't meet with sellers, don't go to closings. I've got my team that does all that for me. So, so in I other words, you're a my, business owner. <laughs> a business owner. That is yeah. correct. Which is, that is correct, which is a small, I feel like a small percentage uh, of us. Um, so I work on the fun stuff. I work on, you know, when I work on anything in my real estate business, it's typically marketing. So it's, mm -hmm. it's great to be on the show to kind of talk about um, what I'm doing. I can share whatever I, uh, you know, whatever I can to, uh, to help with that. Um, I network with some of the top real estate investors in the country um, and some of the top marketers like yourself. So I know what's going on. I know what's working. Um, you know, I run master masterminds myself. Um, I've got a mastermind called Real Estate Masters, uh, which is remmastermind.com. Uh, it's it's a virtual mastermind, and we're going to plan on meeting in person uh, probably once a year. So if you want to connect, you can go there. But, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to talk about marketing. If you want to talk about TV, we can jump into it because not a lot of people do it. It's yeah. low competition and. Uh, high margins. It's the highest uh, probably margin thing we can do. So uh, if you want to hear a little bit more about that, I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, try to squeeze that one in. I'm, I'm really interested in talking about um, the, the way you've built your team around you in order to 
be able to run your marketing. Now, I feel like you, you mentioned that marketing is one of the things, the biggest things you work on at this point. And I feel like that's just in nature for uh, entrepreneurs and mavericks such as yourself and myself, because the reason is, is because marketing is ever changing. And just like our personalities probably are, is that we, we feel like if we're not moving forward, then we're just like dead and we're not learning something new, then we're dead. And so marketing is something that changes all the freaking time. And so that allows us to, you know, keep the hunt going and allow us to keep learning about something new and then implement that. And then we feel absolutely incredible when we implement it and then it works, but not all oh, yeah. the time it doesn't work. Right. But, um, it's just, it's just that feeling. Right. And so I feel like a lot of people, a lot of real estate investors, you even said it yourself, a lot of real estate investors try to do their marketing on their own. I mean, we call that bootstrapping. And at first you got to do all that, right? Like all the marketing is going to end up being you if you just get started. But at some point, you got to learn how to hand some things off, whether it's the SEO, whether it's the video content, whether it's the social media management or running the ads or whatever it is. Um, so on your end of things and being in the business for as long as you have, and you even said in the last 10 years, you've been, um, you know, 10 years ago, you tried to figure out how to get out of that 80 hour work week and making sure that you're delegating as much as you can. So when it comes from the marketing perspective, what are you looking for when it comes to the team members and also the automation side of things when it comes to the marketing and merging those things and getting yourself out of the way? Yeah. So a lot of it's been trial and error, to be honest. I mean, over, you know, 19 years, we tried so many different things. Um, in fact, the background on TV is in 2005, I did my first TV ads. I only let it run for three months, didn't get a deal. And then at the end of the three months, I got my first deal that paid for the three months. But for some reason, I mean, I'd only been in the business four years at that time. So I was spending, it's probably about two or $3,000 a month on TV, which for, for me, that was a lot, a lot of yeah. money at the time. And I stopped it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just barely getting my money back. Looking back, I kicked myself because I started up again in 2012, seven years later. And after I started it up, someone told me you need to, to keep it going for at least six months, if not nine months, maybe even 12, you know. Mm -hmm. to see if it really works. Yeah. And I started it up again and, and sure as heck, the same thing happened. It took about probably three months to find my first deal, crushed, crushed the deal and said, you know what, I'm going to continue forward. And uh, it's been I, lately about the last year, it's kind of dropped a little bit, but as of about a year or two years ago, it was our number one lead source by far. I mean, we were just getting a ton of leads. And the great thing about TV is that it helps all the other marketing. So yeah. If someone gets our postcard, if someone sees our Facebook ads, you know, TV builds authority. You know, I, I'm sure you know that just yeah. like you do with video. You do a lot of video production. When you're on video, when you're on TV, when people see you in the spotlight, you are the expert and you're more likely to do deals. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you asked about kind of automation around the marketing. Um, I like to do things that are kind of somewhat set it and forget it. So like TV, you know, we look at our TV about once a month. At one time I was looking once a quarter and it kind of bit me a little bit because we increased our marketing spend a lot on TV. And it took me about three to six months to realize that our marketing had, our, our response had dipped a lot on TV. Hmm. So now we look at it every month, but um, you know, it's one of those things where you get a TV commercial, you put it out, hmm. if it's working, you don't really have to touch it. And that's truly that's truly automated marketing, though, is what that is. It's not like you're having to send a text message <laughs> for exactly. you know yep. six hours a day. Yep. Um, I like that a lot. So that so we'll go into the TV here in a second because that's 
that goes into the realm of automation. So, <laughs> but continue, yeah. sorry. No, no, all good. So, um, so yeah, so I love TV. Um, I actually just talked to someone recently that's, that's crushing on radio. So I think we're going to try radio. We tried yeah. that. We did that again several years ago, tried radio for a few months and it didn't, uh, didn't quite pan out. So um, I'm going to build a radio campaign and try that again because I think that'll feed off of our TV. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Facebook and Google is the same thing. It's like you create ads, you put it out there. I've got a Facebook guy that's specialized in Facebook. So that's all he does is Facebook ads. So I outsource that to him. So I meet with him once a month. We literally spend 10 or 15 minutes, go through the ads, make sure they're performing. He tells me if I need to provide him any additional content. Um, we look at keywords, you know, it's 15 minutes a month. Um, same thing with Google pay-per-click. Um, so those are paid ads that you buy through Google. Um, meet with my guy once a month. He looks through it. Are there any big changes, any things that we need to change? Are we getting calls from it? Do we need to put additional ads out? That kind of thing. So between Google, Facebook, and TV, those are probably our main marketing methods. And again, it's set it, forget it. Um, for the most part, just review it, you know, monthly or, or quarterly. And then, um, you know, we've tried a lot of other things. We've tried text messaging. We've tried cold calling. We've tried direct mail and all those things have, have produced something. Um, and we're actually going to start up direct mail again. Cause I think we, our market got super competitive. I think a lot of markets have gotten that way, mm-hmm. but with the changes in the market recently, I think of a lot of investors have paused their marketing and kind of, um, you know, stopped some of the things that they were doing. So yeah. we're probably going to test out direct mail again. I haven't done direct mail in about a year. Uh, and there's a lot more, there are a lot more companies out there that have more dialed down lists and dialed down marketing and more systemization to it. So yeah. we're going to use a different, uh, a mail house that we can give the information to that we need they're going to provide the list. They're going to scrub it. They're going to skip trace it. They're going to send the direct mail out. And all we have to do is track it and tell them every month, okay, this campaign's working. Go ahead and send out another mailer to that campaign. And so, you know, anything I like to, anything I do, I try and automate as much as I possibly can so that I don't have to touch it. Cause I, I try only work about three to five hours uh, a week in my real estate investing business so I can concentrate yeah. on my other businesses. Sure. Um, so that's kind of how I built it out is what can we do that has the highest return that can be as automated as possible? Because, you know, you can't just look at return on investment. You have to look at your return on time as well yeah. and what time you're spending in that. Because, you know, if I'm working 40 hours a week and um, spending less money, I would rather spend a little bit more money and only have to work a few hours a week on, you know, certain types of things. Uh, Even though I'm maybe making a little less money, my return on time is is way greater. Yeah. So I love this conversation. So I had a a friend of mine, David Dodge, who's out of St. Louis, Missouri. He was on the show uh, a few months back and he was Mm -hmm. talking about this and, and talked about, you know, the differences between, you know, fishing and hunting. So fishing, you can put as many poles in the water as you possibly want. And if something catches, then you just go run over there, get the pole. And that could be your acquisitions manager or whoever it is that you have in that position to actually pick that pole up and reel the fish in. Whereas hunting, you're having to actually active go hunt for, you know, your, your, your animal (laughs) that you're going to kill, right. In order to be able to eat. And I think that's, that's a great uh, parallel when it comes to this type of marketing. So with you know, cold calling with even sometimes direct mail with 
text messaging, that, that's hunting. You're, you're basically, you know, actively having, like, if you don't text message, you're not marketing. So I think a lot of people get caught up in this, this thing where, you know, text messaging is huge right now. Cold calling is huge right now. Mm-hmm. Um, direct mail has always been around, right? So those two things specifically, I feel like have been like at the forefront of everybody's marketing campaigns lately. And what's happening is people are doing this heavily, but then they're shutting off every other valve when it comes to, or pulling the poles out of the water when it comes to any other form of marketing. And you just can't do that. You got to have maybe a little bit of both. And, and you even mentioned that you, you tried those out, but you need to have as many poles in the water automated and that translates to automated forms of marketing in order to be able to um, maximize your efforts. And like you said, not just return on your, your, your money, but also return on your time. Um, so one question I have in regards to all this is how do you kind of, cause you said you, you shut off, uh, you know, a few, a few areas of marketing. And then you, you even mentioned like you've started up some things you mentioned, you're going to start up direct mail. How do you determine what you're going to shut off and what you're going to um, start up? Is it like a KPI that you're looking at in order to, you know, determine like, Hey, after six months, we haven't gotten X amount of you know leads that's come in, shut it off. How do you look at that and actually make the decision? Yeah. So good question. So I'll start with the marketing we're doing now. You know, like I said, TV, um, we started with a $3,000 a month budget, give or take. We scaled it up to about $12,000 a month, which for a small market like Wichita, Kansas, which has about three to 400,000 people, that's a pretty good budget, 12,000. You get a lot of TV commercials. Um, so like I said, we scaled that up to a certain point and I stopped looking at it just because it was, it was performing. Like I just yeah. didn't feel like I needed to, to look at it. And then all of a sudden we just had like three or four really slow months about a year and a half ago. It just became super competitive in our market. And all of a sudden our cost per deal like went from like, you know, $3,000 a deal to like, I can't even remember what the number was. It was crazy high. And so at that point it's like, okay, we need to dial it down. So actually we stopped it for a little bit and then we restarted it a few months later at a much lower budget and now we've kind of tweaked it. We've kind of upped it and lowered it and just, just to kind of see where our sweet spot is. And we realized that spending $3,000 a month was producing about the same uh, amount as 12,000 was. Wow. You know, I don't know why that is. It's just, just the way it is. Maybe we were running too many commercials to the same people. But well, anyway, maybe like, it's, it could be that, but it's the fact that you kept your pulse on it so much and you saw that return, right? Like you were able to see that just because you're spending more money doesn't necessarily mean it's going to result in more leads. Um, so yeah, it's important to understand why that happened. But the fact that you caught that most people aren't going to look at stuff like that (laughs) and you, they could be throwing a lot of money down the toilet. So, and I think it's just diminishing returns, you know, at some point you do enough of something, the returns as you keep going is going to be less. Yeah. And then from a standpoint of the new things, like I said, I, I, I have a mastermind that I've got some, some of the top real estate investors in the country doing, you know, 30 to 200 plus deals a year. And so I get to see firsthand what they're doing mm-hmm. and I get to share what I'm doing. We just reciprocate what we're doing on a, on a monthly call. And so I get to see, you know, is text messaging working for people? Is it not? Uh, what are the regulations? Are people getting sued? Um, you know, with direct mail, you get to see from a, a national standpoint, is it getting too competitive? And then you get to see new things like, um, you know, like the radio. Like I knew that radio could work, but then I, I, you know, met this guy that basically just gave me the lowdown of like, here's what I do with radio. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. 
Uh, and I showed him what I did with TV. So now he's implementing TV and I'm, I'm going to start implementing radio. So a lot of it has to do with um, just data, just knowing what other guys are doing, dialing down on it, getting to know the ins and outs of what they're doing, what the returns are. And then that way, when I implement it, I can compare it. If it's way off, then maybe my market's different than theirs is. Maybe, yeah. you know, my, you know, maybe radio doesn't work as well as it does in Dallas, Texas, for instance. Um, so, you know, some of it is research and getting information from other people, but some of it's gut feeling as well, you know? Yeah. I think along along the lines with that is knowing your knowing your market and knowing your target demographic too because you you said it like Wichita x amount of people like a $12,000 budget was good and then you can even bring that back down to a $3,000 budget and it's still good because you know the population of the market that you're in and you know most people don't think about stuff like that so knowing mm -hmm. your market really well is that, that plays into everything that you do in marketing because not just like what you actually do in your marketing, but the amount that you spend as well. And then how you critique and make decisions to either cut the cord or plug something else in. So I think yeah. that, that's a really good conversation. So I want to cap this off. We're going to talk, I'll have to have you back again to go a little bit deeper into some other things, but let's talk about the TV ads, right? So when it comes to TV ads, there's obviously, just, I mean, just like anything else in marketing, there's obviously mixed emotions about it. But I think the controversy between like going digital um, and online marketing versus like traditional marketing, which is radio and TV ads, stuff like that, or billboards, um, you know, there's big, there's big controversy about that. But I really think that like, there's no right or wrong answer. It depends on the market you're in, right? That this is why this conversation sure. is so big. So sure. when it comes to the TV ads, what are you thinking about? What are you actually putting out on the TV ads? Um, and, and what advice can you give to somebody that may be thinking about doing it? Yeah, so quick down and dirty about for, for the eight years that I've done it is, um, so first of all, you only have 30 second spots. You can buy 60 second, but you know, I've got a good uh, media buyer. So that would be the first thing is talk to a media buyer. Some people say go directly to the TV stations. But a media buyer for me, I, I found that I get better uh, pricing because he buys uh, stuff in bulk with different customers. Sure. Uh, and he's going to be more honest with me. He's going to say, this TV station is doing something different. I think you need to go to this one. So I feel like I get more of an honest opinion from, from my media buyer specifically. Um, so you have 30 seconds. So one thing that I got from another, um, uh, another real estate investor that does a lot of TV is we added a jingle. Um, a, I think it's like six or seven sec, second jingle at the end. Yeah. And ever since we did that, probably five years ago, like my guys wear um, uh, professional homebuyer shirts, and when we when they go into like grocery stores, people sing the jingle to them. I, mean, they, like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so that's one key is you got to do something that people remember you for the rest of yes. the jingle. That's excellent uh, branding, man. Like people don't people underestimate totally the 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 quality of sound when yep. it comes to like, you know, branding. So that's, there's that's actually a, a there's actually a study on that, that they went into different uh, places. I, I think they were national brands and said, Hey, do you remember the jingle for X, Y, Z? And the jingle had ran in 10 years and people still remember. Yeah, absolutely. So it, was, it was kind of interesting, but um, so you have 30 seconds. So with the jingle, we have, I have 23 seconds. So it's like, I've got to get my point across. Mm -hmm. You're a real estate investor. You probably know your points really well. They're, they're probably mostly the same throughout the country is 
you're going to close quickly the day of their choice no fee for us it's no fees no commissions no hassle we'll buy your home as is without doing repairs so all the commercials that i do are basically that it's talking about the pain points of 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 what they are potentially going to go through and solving those with we are going to not charge you fees no commissions Closing as little as seven days is one of our messages as well. And we've, we've, you know, tried multiple messages and, um, you know, you got to know what works for you. And I, I do the TV commercials myself. Um, so for me, I'm the face people remember me when, so I live in San Diego, my art markets in Wichita, but whenever I go to Wichita, people recognize me all the time. They're like, Oh, hey, you're that guy on TV. And so, you know, that right there, I'm not saying you have to be on the commercial, but that can help build your brand, that personal yeah. touch. Because yeah. anytime you deal with a person, it's a lot different than dealing with just a company. But it's that demographic too, right? The per, like for me, the only ads I'm watching is when I'm watching a YouTube video. And as soon as the ad comes up, I'm putting my phone down and I know within three seconds, it's gonna have a button that says skip ad. So I go and click it, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not watching live TV. I'm not watching TV where an ad's gonna come up, you know, a commercial and stuff like that. Like if that, the only time I ever have done that is through watching live sports, which we don't have right now. Um, but even then, like, I just like not pay attention, but I'm not that demographic that you're looking for. So the demographic you're looking for, they're looking for that personal touch. And when they do see you at the supermarket, when you're in Wichita and they say, Hey, I I recognize you. You're the guy on TV that buys houses. And the way that Tony responds in that form, that's branding. So if Tony responds like, oh, hey, what's going on? Chicken hands and kissing babies and stuff like that. Like you're going to build some excellent influence inside of a very small community, a very small market um, that can really, really benefit you when it comes to buying houses in Wichita. So it's even, it's not just the TV ad. It's like what carries on through that. And it's the representation of um, your team that's walking through the supermarket with their shirts on and stuff like that. So Man, that's a good conversation. And I think that's a, a um, you know, that's, again, it's something that's a very conver- controversial way of marketing, but it really depends on your market and knowing your market, know what's going to work. So, well, I want to dive deeper into this. Um, maybe I'll have you back on. We're going to go a little bit deeper into that because I've got a lot more questions when it comes to TV ads. I only know a handful of people that are actually doing this in their markets. Um, and so like, we're definitely going to talk about this more, but we're out of time. I, I went over time and I apologize. Hopefully you don't have anything going on right now. Um, but we're going to wrap this up. So thank you so much for, uh, sharing everything you have, Tony. I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah. just drop some massive value and some really big nuggets for everybody here. Um, so I want to give you the opportunity one more time. If somebody wants to connect with you, learn more about the mastermind. I know you have your podcast coming down the pipe and by the time this goes out, your podcast might be out. So if it is, and guys, everything is going to be linked in the description below. Make sure you check that out. So Tony, um, somebody want to get in contact with you, learn more about what you got going on on the education side, um, or if they even have any questions about TV ads, what's the best way to make that happen? Yeah. So go to remmastermind.com. So real estate masters, remmastermind.com. So again, some of the top real estate investors of the country, um, you know, there's masterminds out there. We meet in person and we'll do a little bit of that. But what we, what I like to do is uh, virtual uh, meetings so that we can meet more frequently and so that people don't want to that don't want to travel don't have to so if you go to remmastermind.com you can apply uh, we do um, you know like real estate investors that are full-time in the business but if you're not full-time then we can potentially talk and, and maybe provide some other value to you because we're going to roll some other things out so 
love for you to, to come visit that and get in touch with us and see how we can help you out. Yeah, absolutely. So again, guys, we're going to have that linked in the description. Make sure you do go check that out. I actually know several people that are in uh, Tony's mastermind and just a great group of people. So go check that out. Again, links in the description. Tony, man, I appreciate the time that you've taken out um, of your precious day in order to uh, be on the show here. Thank you for sharing everything you have. And I look forward to having you back again soon. Thanks for having me, man. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining in and listening today. If you haven't already, make sure you have subscribed to the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, head over to the homepage of this show. Leave a five-star review. I'd much appreciate that. And thank you in advance. Leave some honest feedback. Reach out to me if you have any questions, josh at colormedia.com. Or if you'd like to be on the show, that would be absolutely fantastic. Make sure you are checking out rei.video. Film your own content. Send it over to the platform. Edit it in 48 hours. We'll do the heavy lifting for you and unlimited revisions. Make sure you're using... Uh, coupon code first vid at checkout for 50% off your first video. You get exactly what you're looking for. So go try it out. Thank you guys for joining in today and we'll catch you on the next one. See you later.